What's up, Weeboos? Welcome back to the Weeboo Podcast. This is season three, episode seven. I know it's already the end of the fall 2021 season, or it already ended, but we're still on episode seven of season three because of kind of the delays that came with being abroad. But this is the third podcast of the year, 2022. Happy New Year, Pat. Happy New Year. What a year it's been. I know. I guess seriously. 2021 was the was the year of being at home, trying our best at a podcast, and hopefully entertaining a few people out there. Yeah, I mean the WeWoo podcast started in 2021. We haven't made it through an entire year yet, but we're getting there. We basically just have one more season of anime, the winter 2022 season, and then that'll be like a year anniversary or checkpoint basically for this podcast, which is pretty exciting. But for our first podcast of the new year, I wanted to make a entertaining and special episode. And what I was thinking about while I was listening to our last podcast when we did our top anime of 2021, I sat there and I was like, does Pat only watch trash anime? Or is he an actual anime enthusiast and know what he's talking about? (laughs) Because this guy says he's an isekai fan, but hasn't watched Jawless Reincarnation yet. In my defense, I got it done before the end of the year. I know. Now that you got it got it done, it's, it's okay now. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to test his knowledge a bit. And I created a special isekai and shonen only quiz for you. And I think the people that listen to this podcast can look back and remember that we did a quiz, like joint quiz at the end of season two. So now that we're kind of in this middle period between fall 2021 and winter 2022, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a quiz. I'm going to make it just about Isekai and Shonen and then ask Pat all these questions to see if he actually knows them. Oh no, are we really going back down this quiz route? Because I don't think I was ever that good at quizzes, but... I think some of these are very easy. Like some of these are gimmies. And some of them are stretches. Like, I didn't want to make them just all easy questions. Like, some of them are, are very hard, I think. Okay, you're going to come at me with some very hard, what's this side character's name in a show? <laughs> or the main character, and I'm going to even be like, I don't know. But, like, a lot of these are just mainstream anime, because it is the shonen category partially, right? So it's like... A lot of the stuff is a big name animes that you've watched. And then the isekai ones, I tried to think of questions, but I didn't watch as many isekais you have. So then what naturally just happened was the questions I asked about are the famous isekai shows. Because I I don't know like the specifics. I tried to do my best and do a lot of research. And if you look at our Crunchyroll history, you'll probably see like random me clicking in random isekai shows to pick a random question out of it but they're not out of the blue i don't think they're reasonable or unreasonable i think this is going to be a scuffed quiz where i know one answer out of all of these but you know what if you went through the effort why not let's give it a shot hey this is your chance to prove that you are an actual true isekai or shonen fan as you claim to be on this podcast my memory is not great, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's 20 questions in the quiz that I thought of. I thought about maybe doing like 
17 or something. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm already at like 18. So I was, might as well get to the 20 mark and make it even like five points per question. But the first 10 or so are pretty easy. I, I try to put in a, put them in an order from easiest to hardest, but I don't know, like, you know, I don't know what you consider hard. I tried my best to put it in that, in that order though. So, um, the format is basically 20 questions. You have an option of four or five options for each of the questions. And there's only one right answer, obviously. So you could pick. Are these a uh, multiple choice or are we uh, going to fill in the blank? <laughs> no, there's no fill in the blank. They're all multiple choice. So you have the answer there for you. You have oh, just interesting, different interesting. options. So it's that, not that, that must hard. Put a lot of work. That must put a lot of work and effort. Yeah, it took me like two, three days, but I guess this is the kind of effort I need to put in to <laughs> make the podcast more entertaining during these like gap periods where we don't have anime to watch. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, let's go. Let's hit, let's hit it. And All right. I think maybe we can take some pauses and uh, roast me for my lack of ability to answer these correctly. All right. All right. Let's just get into it. And you know, the listeners could go through it with me. If they're Isekai and Shonen fans, try to answer these questions on your own too and see what kind of scores you get, and then maybe, or you'll probably beat Pat anyways in the end. So, all right. So question number one. This is a pretty easy question. In No Game, No Life, what is the name of the higher being or the god that rules that isekai world? A, god, his name is god, aka kami in Japanese. B, Tet, C, Izuna, or D, Sora? <sighs> I feel like I should know this one already. <laughs> you should definitely know this one. But seeing as I have not watched No Game, No Life in a very long time, I'm going to speak through my thought process. I do not think it is Kami. And for some reason, I am leaning towards Tet or Sora. But... I have honestly no clue, and it would be embarrassing to miss this question. But you know what? We're going to just gamble here, because I feel like I get a lifeline, and I'm going to look it up, but I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going to use it on this one. Or at least the lifeline should be eliminate two. We, we should do like some eliminate two, you know, 50-50. Okay. okay, we'll give you, I'll give you two questions where you could do a 50-50. Or three. How about three? Three questions where you could do a 50-50 out of the 20, 20 questions. I don't think you want to use it at this point. As but. I have no idea. You know what? I'm just going to guess here. And you know, if I get the first question wrong, I get the first question wrong. It's a warm-up. I'm going to just say I'm warming up my brain. <laughs> but I'm going with B. I'm going to go with B. Ted. Is, is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You are correct. It is B. Ted. D Sora is the main character of No Game No Life. <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, for some reason that sounds way too familiar. I was like, I was like, why does that one sound so familiar? I was like, these two sound familiar, but D just sounds like I should that that should just be uh, I I would I would be very sad if I chose that. I so. was like, I might be able to get the curveball in there with Sora because it's just like a familiar name, and then the higher being in. A couple of the isekai shows just end up being god or goddess so i was like maybe he'll bite on the god but it didn't it didn't work but good job man you got the first question that's not bad that was a hard question you know tet 
I'm lucky. It, I'm lucky it tingled something in my brain because if it didn't, uh, we would we'd be in some deep doo doo. Question number one. <laughs> All right. So I guess like a little revamp to the rules. You get three lifeline questions out of twenty, which is a good amount. So, and then whenever you want to use it, I'll give you an option, uh, a fifty-fifty option. So I'll, I'll cut it down to two questions or two options for you, um, whenever you want to use it. So we'll keep that in the back pocket here. But question no- number one, you're good. Question number two, very e- recent show that you that you watched. What is the name of the restaurant? Featured in Restaurant to Another World, a.k.a. Isekai Shokudo. A. Isekai Restaurant Nekoya. B. Midnight Diner Nekoya. C. Western Restaurant Nekoya. And D. A Restaurant in Another World Nekoya. You son of a gun. (laughs) (laughs) I was like thinking in my head... Nekoya. And then you threw all these extra adjectives and I was like, oh, oh no. I was like, if I say it's Nekoya, it's way too easy because it's literally in the symbol of the restaurant. So what was A? A is Isekai Restaurant Nekoya. What kind of Isekai would name their restaurant Isekai? (laughs) Good thinking. (laughs) But, um... I think it was C, the Western Restaurant Nekoya. Final answer? That's my final answer. You are indeed correct. It is C, Westaurant, Western Restaurant Nekoya. Damn, I, I was like, maybe he'll buy on the Midnight Diner Nekoya. <laughs> I knew it was not A and B. Well, once I heard Isekai. And then I was like, okay, C and D... These both have a shot here. <laughs> hey, two, all two I remember, two. all I remember was Nekoya, a black cat, and I remember it was some type of direction. So I was like, you know what, we're gonna go. If you had, you have Eastern on there? No, you did not, right? No, I don't have Eastern. <laughs> okay, because if you threw Eastern on there, I might have been like, all right, now, now I got no clue. I was like, if I if I put Western restaurant. Then I was, my natural inclination was like, oh, okay, maybe I need to put like Japanese restaurant, but all the food they serve in all the episodes aren't Japanese. So it's just, there, there would just be no way that, that it would be Japanese restaurant Nekoya. So I was like, oh, damn, I'm, I'm doomed with my options here. Yeah, that was, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Hey, you got it. Two, two for two on your two isekai questions so far. And all right. Here we go downhill. All right. You still have. Three lifelines, 18 questions left. So, you know, you're, you're on pretty good pace here. So, all right. Question number three. This one might be a little hard, but I hope you know. In what year was the first Sword Art Online light novel published? A, 2010. B, 2012. C, 2008. Or D, 2009. So Sword Art Online, one of my favorite shows of all time. Go shout out Asuna. I remember in one of our previous podcasts, we had this discussion about, you know, the year it was released in. So just going off of that, I would think the light novel had to have come out 
a year or two in advance. So I'm thinking I'm thinking it's got to be one of C or D. But between those, man, I am I got almost no idea. So you said A was 2012. A right? is 2010. Oh, B, 2010. B is 2012. C is 2008 and then D is 2009. All right, so it's not B. 2012. I mean, that would actually be impressive, but we're going to rule out B, and uh, I think we can narrow down to A, C, and D. Um, and you said C was what, 2008? Yeah, C's 2008, D, 2009. A, 2010. I feel like you wouldn't, just knowing, this is a, this is a personality question and, or a response, but, you know, I think if I was creating a test and I was around a year, I'd probably give one a year above and a one year below. So I'm going to go with 2009. I think that was D. D, 2009, final answer? That's my final answer. All right. And the anime was, was released when? I believe it was 2011. Okay. It was 2012. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, but, okay, I'm a little early. I'm a little early then. The first Sword Art Light novel, Sword Art Online Light novel was published in... D, 2009. Good job, man. Hey, you know what? We're doing a little bit of trickery here. We're not, we don't have it exactly, but um, I wish I'd live stream my, my, I had a Twitch because this, this live stream facial reactions would be very entertaining to watch. <laughs> hey, so far so good. I was like, yeah, he has, he knows it was released or the anime was released in, I knew you were going to like ballpark it like 2011, 2012, 2013 or something. So. I was hoping that would give you a sense of a hint that the light novel came before then. You know, speaking of uh, Sword Art Online, this is another trivia question. But wasn't the story taking place in like 2022 or something like that? It was somewhere around this year, right? So I think so. I don't know. Twenty twenty two. If it is this year, maybe are we gonna get an MMORPG VR MMORPG? Because yeah, we're definitely not getting that. You know, if we, if that's what's coming. That would be some amazing storytelling by the Sword Out Online writers. If that happened, we might be dead by the end of the year. So this podcast might not continue in 2023. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, we'll be on the first release. You and me will have to team up. We might just die to like the first boar we see in like the fields. <laughs> Knowing my personality, I'm going to run into some dungeon of level 99. <laughs> Knowing your luck. Monsters and get destroyed. But okay, three for three. Let's keep it going. Yeah, I know. And then you still got your three lifelines. So, all right. So, like you said, Sword Art Online is one of your favorite. So, I created a second question related to Sword Art Online here as question number four. And the question is, and this should be a gimme, hopefully, but we'll see how it goes. What is the name of the new Sword Art Online movie that was released in 2021? A. Sword Art Online Progressive, The Ordinal Scale. B. Sword Art Online Progressive, Redive into Aincrad. C. Sword Art Online Progressive, The Unital Ring. D. Sword Art Online Progressive, Rondo of a Fragile Blade. E. Sword Art Online Progressive, Aria of a Starless Night. Interesting. What was D? D was Sword Art Online Progressive Rondo of a Fragile Blade. 
That sounds like a very cool name if you came up with that. And honestly, if that's an answer you came up with, that is very big props to you. But, I mean... <laughs> for for and read- a heads up, for a heads up, all of these are a name from either a sort of online book or movie. Except one I made up. But... Okay, yeah, I know... I- the first one, or no scale. I, I mean, I know that's. A, I think that's a movie. Redive into Aincrad. That sounds very cliche. But that might be the answer. And the Rondo one sounds really cool, almost like it was a game. Unfortunately, I have not seen the movie. So I have failed myself already. <laughs> but let's go with. Uh, I don't think this is right, but we're going to go with Redive into Aincrad. B, sort of online progressive, Redive into Aincrad, final answer. Oh, the progressive, that just doesn't flow. Progressive, Redive into Aincrad. Progressive or no scale sounds much better. Dude, I just really like this Rondo answer. All right, we're going with D. I'm changing my answer. We're going with D. Okay, D, sort of online progressive, Rondo of a fragile blade. Final answer. Oh, I don't think this is it, but final answer. The answer is E, Sword Art Online Progressive Aria of a Starless Night. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> but Rondo of a Fragile Blade was like a I think like the next story arc or something that was coming out. I was just basically Googling like every single story arc from Sword Art Online, and this came after Aria of a Starless Night in whatever Wikipedia page I found. You know what? We'll take it. We'll take those. We'll take the we'll take the L here. You know, it's I, I basically threw like a curveball because the first one, A, Sword Art Online, the original scale, like it's not called Sword Art Online Progressive, the original scale. I just put progressive in every every single one because it, it's called Sword Art Online Progressive and that would have just like throw thrown it off or like giving it away too quickly. That's fair. That was the E. I should've I should have known. Why would there be an E? Just an extra, an extra curveball. Well, 10 of these questions have like five options and 10 of them have four options to like kind of make it a bit harder for you. But I, I figured I should just group the sort of online questions together since that was okay. the only one I repeated. Well, you just, got my juices for, for sort of online going. So. All right. Well, hopefully you watch that movie when uh, it comes out or it's already out in the US in theaters, but you know covid so (laughs) when it comes out on streaming services all right question five question five should be another gimme hopefully what studio was in charge of creating or producing the tokyo ghoul series a madhouse b mappa c studio piero or d studio bones so, you know, it's really interesting whenever when anyone ever says like this should be a gimme. Um, I don't know about you, but it always makes me <laughs> kind of like fidget in my seat. It, it's kind of a little bit like, oh, my God, should I know this? What if I don't know this? And then I get super insecure about it. Um, but the moment you said Tokyo Ghoul and the studio, I got a little nervous in my seat because I know it's not Mappa. I don't think it's Bones. For some reason, the first one that came to my head before you said anything was Pierre. Piero, pro, pro. But what was A again? A is Madhouse. Ah, that one also sounds familiar. 
But I guess I'm just going to go with my gut. And I'm going to go with C, final answer. C, final answer. C, Studio Piro. But wasn't that like Naruto? And... They did They did do Naruto. Final answer? Uh... You locking it in? You know what? I'm... Dude, is it? There's... There's no way Naruto and Tokyo Ghoul were released by the same studio. Was there? Why do I not remember this? I've talked about this a lot, actually. I'm sure you talked about it on this podcast. Who does Tokyo Ghoul? Because we did that like Shonen Showdown series and you love Tokyo Ghoul. Well, I clearly don't love it enough. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't remember if they did Naruto Naruto and Tokyo Ghoul, but... I, for some reason, Madhouse rings a bell. But I can't remember what else Madhouse did. So, I guess I'm just going to go with Studio Piro. Final answer. All right, final answer. C, Studio Piro. I don't know how to say it in English, but... Wrong. The answer is, indeed, C, Studio Piro. Good job, man. Your gut's Oof. right. Gotta follow Oof. your gut. Oh, first lesson I ever learned taking tests. Follow your gut. Madhouse. I put Madhouse and Mappa because they're both from Top. And I was like, maybe, you know, Madhouse, maybe. They did some big shonens here and there. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Big sigh of relief. Let's keep going. Should I just keep saying it's going to be a gimme before every question so that it gives you anxiety each time? Oh, no. My palms are sweaty right now, man. <laughs> My palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. All right. All right. Number six. In Naruto, not Shippuden, what is the name of the location that Naruto and Sasuke have their final battle? A. The Valley of the End. B. The Waterfall of the Founding Fathers. C. The Great Shrine of Senju. Or D. The Land of Lightning. You know, I'm actually impressed with some of your uh, multiple choice selections because, you know, you have to have seen Naruto to even make up some of these answers, like the statue one, Land of Lightning. I mean, honestly, very impressed. But final answer, A, Valley of the End. Are you sure? You're locking it in? I'm locking it in. All right, I don't need to do like a su- suspenseful pause. Yes, it's A, the valley of the end. I made a B and C just looking at the picture. Whatever just spoke to me. I was like, I'm just going to make it up. Honestly, pretty good job. Pretty good job. I'm very impressed by those by those options. And I think Land of Lightning was in Shippuden when they're going through like that huge battle. But I just threw it in there. All right. You're chilling, dude. You have five out of six, right? You haven't used any of your lifelines. Like, maybe I should cut these lifelines down to two. You know, the front end is always easy, right? This is like how on test they try to make you feel good. They, they want like, your students to get a few right unless you went to like some college like UC Berkeley where everything is just hard and you get a zero and everyone gets a zero, but you still get an A because everyone failed. Anyways, salty spot in my own life experiences, but let's keep going. All right, number seven. In Chris's favorite show, Hunter x Hunter, how many episodes was his famous was his favorite famous arc, the Ant Chimera arc? A. Fifty three. B. 
61. C. 72. Or D. 69. Ooh, that's a good, good question. And, you know, just from my memory, I think it was going on over a year. And so that rolls out A. I think you said B was what, 62? B is 61. 61. Seems a little short. I remember this was very, very tough to watch. Um, because if I think if I think about it, right, just, just running through HXH, um, there's that final boss fight. Like, that was at least, like, 10 episodes. There was, like, 15 episodes of, like, Gone, like, in the forest, training with Keat or Kite. There was, like, 20 episodes of, like, even figuring out what ant chimeras were. And then there was like 10 episodes of Gon like dead, basically, where Kilua was trying to fix him. So I think that at least puts us at like 50 to 60 episodes. So it's either got to be 69 or 72. But for some reason, I remember you complaining about the word seven. So I'm going to go with C72. C72, final answer? Final answer. The answer is B61. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's that's, shocking. I it felt shocking. like 72 episodes to me too. What a bummer. What a, we were off by 11. Hey, you know, like 11 episodes in anime is actually like in this like grand, I guess in this long of a sequence or long of an arc, it's pretty hard to feel the difference to be honest with you. So That's interesting, right? Because there's 52 weeks in a year. And to even put an arc in an extra 11, you would think they just would have done another, you know, 22, so yeah. 74. I yeah, don't Hunter know. Hunter is weird. But I won't go off topic here. All right. Question number eight is going back to the isekai genre after we took a little break. In the time I got reincarnated as a slime... How did the main protagonist get transported to another world? A. He died by getting hit by a truck. B. He died from having a heart attack. C. He died by getting shot by a gun. Or D. He died by getting stabbed. You see, you see the problem with this question, right? Is every isekai, they die by one of those. Exactly. So, so, to remember specifically what happened in the first five minutes of Reincarnated Slime, when there's three se- I don't know, two full seasons out, is very hard to do. Is it time to use your lifeline here? Want to um, use one? You know, I might, I might just go for it. Because in right. this one, I think he might have either been stabbed by a knife or shot by a gun. He definitely did not get hit by a truck because I think that's a different one I'm thinking about. Um, or am I thinking about the wrong one where he gets stabbed, he's bleeding out, he like pushes soon out of the way, finds out he wouldn't have died anyway. Which one was that? Mm. You know, I'm going to go with, I mean, there's not really guns in Japan. I would think it'd be odd if he, if he died by a gun. I don't think he got hit by a truck. That's like Yu Yu Hakusho. Or... A lot of other isekais. I'm gonna go with the stab by knife. You know, final answer. If I get this wrong, we're gonna be a little more careful going forward. All right, final answer. D. Die by getting stabbed. That is indeed correct. Whew. 
yeah i was like he's gonna figure out that in japan there's no guns so there's no way he got shot unless he was assassin man and then the one you were talking about where he pushed someone out of the way and then like he died even though like he didn't need to push him out of the way was konosuba like the person would have lived even if he didn't push him out the way and he died from having a shock or he died from shock correct and what was your last what was your last option he died by getting hit by a truck ah ah that's right hey that's that's pretty good hey you know your isekais thanks thanks so far so far so good you know this we could still get an f on this test only two wrong out of eight that's 75 percent that's a c that's a c hey c still passing you just want to pass I just want to pass. Like, let's keep it going. All right. Question number nine. Staying in the isekai realm here. Another show that you watched recently. In the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. Why was Tart abandoned by her village and ended up roaming alone in the forest? A. She was no longer needed as a sex slave. B. Her parents disowned her and forced her out of the village. C. Hunger or famine problems. Or D. To remove homeless people off the streets. Wow. What dark answers. What dark, dark choices. Hey, this isekai is a dark show, man. It is a dark show. And, you know, there are touches of sex slaves and homelessness and and all that nasty, dark areas of human history. Uh, but, you know, kind of staying on topic here, it's kind of weird because I just, I mean, she got kind of disowned, right? But I think it was all at the root cause, hunger and famine related. Like, there were not enough, there were too many mouths to feed, right? That that, that was the, the way the show put it. So, I would say her parents still probably abandoned her. But, you know, I guess the root cause of this one is hunger and famine issues. So, we'll go with C. Final answer. All right, see, final answer, hunger and famine problems. That is indeed correct. Dude, you're actually watching these shows. What the hell? <laughs> you know what? You know, I do. I like this show. You know, I put it in my top 10. You know, I would I would be feel very dis- disgusted with myself if I could put something in my top 10 and, and not and not know the show. That was a question I really wanted you to get wrong. So I could just be like, yeah, you put that in your top 10 and you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Nice try, buddy. Maybe in your next one, you'll get me. Damn it. All right, all right. This is where uh, I think some of the questions get a little harder. I think all all minus one maybe are five options now. So um, this is the hard questions, but some of them are a bit easier still. But this is the true test of your knowledge of your shonen in isekai. All right. Question 10. Which of the following shonen's original story was not published in Shonen Jump? A. Full Metal Alchemist. B. Boku no Hero Academia. C. Assassination Classroom. D. Gintama. Or E. Death Note. Is it really possible for Death Note to have been in Shonen Jump? That is the question I have to ask myself. Because that's a very very dark show and what about death note teaches you a growing up story i could definitely see i didn't know assassination classroom was shown in jump 
but I mean, if it really is, that that's something new for me. Um, pretty sure Gintama was that. That seems like something that would be in Shonen Jump. And FMAB also seems like something that'd be in Shonen Jump. What was B? Boku no Hero Academia. Oh, that screams Shonen Jump. You know what? If Death Note really was Shonen Jump, then that's that's someone should have lost their job for having little kids read about some guy killing people to become God. So I'm going to go with E, Death Note. E, Death Note, final answer? Final answer. The answer is A, Full Metal Alchemist. Interesting. How is Death Note in Shonen Jump? Yeah, it's very interesting. Full Metal Alchemist was in Gungan Comics, which was owned by Square Enix. I I guess I could see that it's 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 this not too shown and jumpy either. That was a very trick. You threw me off with the death note. Yeah, I was like, I need to throw in one that seems unlikely. That I was actually, <laughs> you know, I mean, this believe it or not, I was leaning towards FMAB the moment you said it. But a death note, I was like, oh, that that's 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 tricky. Yeah, I was like, I, I just need to find one option here. That's why it's gonna have a fifth All right, you option. got me. You got me. We're at seven <laughs> out of ten. We're we're still not we're not passing yet. But you know, we're we got some ground to cover now. Hey, seven out of ten's passing. That's a C. That's a C. Mm-hmm. C minus maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's still passing. As long as you get above seventy percent, then you're chilling. You still have three lifelines, which is still really good. So, all right. I hope you get this one. I, I don't want to say it's a gimme, but I hope you get this one. What is the name? Of the main protagonist of Bleach, Kurosaki Ichigo's Zanpakuto's name. I said name twice. A. Zangetsu. B. Nozarashi. C. Shinso. D. Hyorin Maru. Or E. Beni Hime. So. I'm going to look this one up after. I think the answer you want is Zangetsu. But for some reason, if memory serves me right, he learns later in the show that wasn't the real name anyway, and that's how he unlocks the true power of his Zanpakuto in his final crazy form. But Benihime and Hyonimaru are the ice guys and the flower guy. And what was B? I don't remember what you said for B and C. B is Nozarashi and C is Shinso. I don't, those don't ring a bell either, so I'm going to go with Zangetsu A, final answer. As I look this up now, you're going to get yeah. Yes, it's Zangetsu. <laughs> B, Nozarashi is Kenpachi, and then Shinso is Gin, or Jin. I don't, I don't remember how to say his name. I think it's Gin. Okay, I, I don't actually know. I can't find it right now, but for some reason... There might be more complicated uh, <laughs> answers Yeah, there, to it. there could be another complicated one there. But you know what? We're good. All right. Yeah, that was. I think that should have been the 10th question instead of the, the Shonen Jump question if I had to reorder it. But all right. Glad we're, glad we're good there. I, I was hoping that it, it might be a little old, so it might throw you off. But I guess not. You're just... Your Bleach and Naruto knowledge is on fleek, apparently. Lit. <laughs> all right. All right. Going back to question 12, going back to the isekai genre here. In Konosuba, what triggered the start of the battle against Dulahan in season 1? A. 
Darkness was a masochist, and he, she, she wanted to be punished by the Dullahan. Quote, unquote, punished. Wait, wait. What was the question again? I the question that. is, in Konosuba, what triggered the start of the battle against Dullahan in Season 1? Dullahan is like the headless knight. Okay. So, A okay. was, Darkness is a masochist, and she wanted to be punished by the Dullahan. B, Megumi... Megumin exploding Dulahan's castle. C. Dulahan's desire to avenge the defeat of his undead army. D. Kazuma stealing Dulahan's head. Or E. Aqua's desperation for money and taking on a quest to defeat Dulahan. All of those sound very, very correct almost. Because I for some reason remember Megumin blowing up the castle. And then darkness wanting to be punished. And I remember someone stealing his head in some part in that fight. And then I remember Aqua always wants money. So, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me either. But for some reason, I think the first thing that happened was the castle blowing up. So, I'm going to go with Megumin blowing up the castle. Final answer. B, final answer. Megumin exploding Dulahan's castle. That's what I'm going with. That is indeed correct. And you are indeed right. All these happen basically throughout the entire entirety of the battle. But I just put it in put it in the options so that it will throw you off. You're a tricky man. You're a tricky man. You're you're freaking you're too good, man. You know what? It's shameless. It's I don't know if I should be feeling proud right now or just or just a little happy that I'm defending my own pride right now. Hey, I'm glad you're getting all these questions right. Now now the audience knows you're a true isekai and shonen weave. I truly watch it intensely. Apparently. All right. Sticking with the isekai genre. Maybe another uh, gimme because you just watched the show and I've talked about it a lot. But in Mushoku Tensei or Java's reincarnation. After the mana surge hit. Who was the only Greyrat family member that remained with Paul Greyrat? Rudius' father. A. Zenith. B. Lilia. C. Aisha. D. Norn. Or E. Roxy. So before I answer this question, um, I do want to give you a big thanks for getting me to watch Jobless Reincarnation because I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I'm sure I don't we talk think about I it. would have placed it in my top ten. But I did like it. I do understand the etchy category tag now. <laughs> um, so for those who are wondering a show to watch, this is something I'm glad I watched at home. And I had debated downloading it, watching it in public on an airplane. But I'm glad I did not choose that. Because I was watching it at TV and I think my mom was like, what is going on over here? Yeah. But uh, it's D Norn. D Norn, final answer? Final answer. That is indeed correct. God damn it, dude. <laughs> How we're, do you we're know rolling. These? We're rolling right now. How do you know these? All right, all right. This is where it gets re- truly hard, though. This is I, I stepped up the, the question levels here. All right, let me, let me take 14. a sip of coffee now. All right, so uh, I'll give the status update here. You have We've gone through 13 questions so far. You have three incorrect. So, 
10 out of 13 right. And you still have three lifelines. Okay. We'll take it. All right. Question number 14. Maybe if maybe we'll give you like extra credit if you don't use the lifelines. All right. Question 14. In Demon Slayer Season 1, Tanjiro has a chance encounter with Kibutsuji Muzan, the Demon King. In what famous district in Tokyo did this chance encounter take place? A. Shibuya B. Shinjuku C. Asakusa D. Ikebukuro Or E. Ginza That is a very tough one. The first thought that I had in my head was Shibuya or Ikebukuro. Having said that, I am not 100% sure here. So why don't you... I'm going to use a lifeline. Why don't you knock off two? Alright. Let me do a random number generator so I, I can find the... Or I could determine the one random one. Alright. I have my 50-50 options here. Okay. Your options are... A. Shibuya. Or C. Asakusa. Oh, you knocked off three for me. Yeah, because it's 50-50. Ah. Right? Well, there were five answers, five choices, right? Yeah. I'll give you 50-50. So I'm going to go with my gut then, and uh, we're going to lock in Shibuya. All right. A. Shibuya. Final answer. Final answer. The answer is... C. Asakusa. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's literally called the Asakusa Arc. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I was stuck on Shibuya and I was like, you know, that sounds very right. I was like, he he has to pick Shibuya or Shinjuku. It has to go to one of those. Okay, you got me. You got me. Alright, alright. Finally did it, guys. We finally got one question that the curveball worked in. This comes down to odds. I should have switched my answers. It's okay. It's okay. You still got two lifelines. You know, you're hard chilling. And this one's a fun question um, for the other popular shonen show. In Jujutsu Kaisen, Inumaki Toge is known for his cursed speech ability. In order to avoid accidentally cursing his allies, Toge has a set of safe words that he uses to communicate with them. What is the overarching theme for the set words that he uses? A. There are all types of fish. B. There are all types of seafood. C. They are all fillings for rice balls. D. There are all toppings or condiments used in Japanese dishes. Or E. There is actually no theme and it's just random. That's a fun question. Very tough. <laughs> actually, very, I actually like this character a lot. But unfortunately, the only word I remember him ever saying is salmon. <laughs> and that kind of falls into a couple of these categories. I was hoping you would say something easy like food. <laughs> and then I think he says bonito flakes at one time, which doesn't help me a lot here. Because we're still on fish. We're still on toppings. And what was it? What was it? A, a was uh, fish. B was rice balls a is fish b is they're all seafood 
C is rice balls. D is toppings or condiments. I'm going to go with rice balls because those both seem like rice ball type of things to me. C, they are all fillings for rice balls. Final answer. <sighs> yes, I'm going to go with that. The answer is... C, they are all fillings for rice balls. Oh, man. I'm breathing hard out here. The salmon... Okaka, which is bonito flakes. I think he says like kombu or something, which is seaweed. And he says like tuna mayo. All right, we got it. We got it. We got it. We're continuing on. Damn. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're sticking with the food uh, food theme here with this question. Also, because you like talking about food when we talk about anime. So in Shokugeki no Soma, Yukihira Soma creates a furikake rice bowl during his first encounter with Nat. Nakidi Edina. To impress Edina, Soma uses a special technique to transform the taste of the rice bowl, using the heat of the rice to his advantage. What was a primary ingredient used to flavor this special technique? A. Dried mushrooms. B. Bonito flakes. C. Pork bones. D, miso, or E, chicken. Man, I remember him cooking a rice ball. Sorry, I should, and... I should have said better, but it's like a rice bowl. It's a furikake rice bowl. I, for some reason, I thought it was like an ochazuke type of thing. It's a very hard question, to be honest. That's a very, that's a very hard question. And he, Soma normally cooks with random ass convenience 7-eleven style style things or stuff he just pulls out of his pocket so i don't think it's pork bones and i don't think it's chicken and then what am i left with now we got you got dried mushrooms a bonita flakes b d miso it doesn't seem like a miso type of guy he seems like a bonito flakes or uh i don't even remember the first one you said but because I don't remember. Dried mushrooms, you know, it. I don't think that was dried mushrooms. I'm going to go with B, Bonito Flakes. You know. B, Bonito Flakes. Jujutsu Kaisen answer. for the win. Final answer. The answer is E, chicken. But to really? be fair, Bonito Flakes is in there, but it's not the primary thing that flavors the thing. Chicken broth? Really? He cooked the rice in chicken broth? He used chicken wing tips to create like a aspic meat jelly in order for that to melt over the rice bowl to go along with eggs. So it was like an oyakodon kind of thing, but he used like the meat jelly to make it more of like a dashi mm. umami sauce. Ah, uh, oh no. Okay. I don't think I would have got that one right, even if you 50 50 it. So you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna happy here. We're down. We missed five so far, I think. Yeah, five so far. Sixteen. You still have two left. Um, two lifelines left, and there's only All four right, we questions. Got, we gotta get the rest right. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. Question seventeen. This is a pretty tough question. Shonen question. In Full Metal Alchemist. Edward Elric has a silver pocket watch that has a significant date etched inside of it, which is October 3rd, for which some fans have deemed as FMA Day. 
What is the significance of this day in the Full Metal Alchemist story? A. This is the day Ed and Al performed the alchemy experiment to bring their mother back to life, and also the day Al lost his body and has had his soul attached to the suit of armor. B. This is the day Ed and Al burned their house down and set out on their journey. C. This is the day Ed became a state alchemist. D. This is the day Ed successfully defeats father and regains Al's body from the other side of the gate of alchemy. Or E. This is the day Ed and Winry get married. Oh, that first answer A is very detailed and very long. And normally growing up, I was always like the most detailed and long answer is the correct answer. But I'm very conflicted about A and B right now. I do think it might have something to do with the day they perform their forbidden act, I guess you could say. And you said C was the one where he became a state alchemist, right? Yes. Not B? Not B. B is the day Ed and Al burned their house down and set out on their journey. Right. And I do remember something about them keeping track of the number of days they had set out on their adventure to kind of fix this issue. So because I have an idea of the two, I'm going to go with the 50-50 right now and let's use it. All right, you're going to use a 50-50. I will Let's use it. random generate the other option other than the correct answer. So, all right, your options are B, the day Ed and Al burned their house down and set out on their journey. Or C, the day Ed became a state alchemist. Okay, let's go with B then. Final answer. B, final answer. The... The day, the, the day they set out on their journey. The answer is indeed B. The day Ed and Al burned their house down and set out on their journey. Hey, the 50-50 came through for you, man. It came clutch. I'm glad, I, I'm glad it paid off on this one. All right. Hey, three more questions? We're close. We can do it. We can do it. All right. This is another hard one. Regarding another famous shonen show. What is the name of the famous writer that authored the great shonen series Death Note and Bakuman? I'm not even going to quote Platinum to end. A. Kishimoto Masashi. This is last name, first name, by the way. B. Akutami Gege. C. Oda Eichiro. D, Oba Tsugumi, and E, Kawahara Reki. These are all artists or authors for some series. Uh, I'm going to go with A, final answer. A, Kishimoto Masashi, final answer. (laughs) That one rings a bell, we're just going to go with it. (laughs) All right. The answer is D. Oba Tsugumi, Kishimoto Masashi <laughs> was the author of Naruto. Uh, v was the author of JJK. C was One Piece, and then E was SAO. Tough was questions A? here. Who, who did A write? 
He wrote Naruto. Uh, no wonder why it's not so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two questions left. Two questions. I believe in you. You have one, two, three, four, five, six incorrect right now. You had to get both of these questions right in order to get that 70% cut off. But you still have one lifeline. All right, I have faith All in right. you in this question. Show me a bone. You got to dig deep in this one. In 2020 and 2021, Demon Slayer Mugen Train set a new record as the highest grossing anime film worldwide. Before Demon Slayer Mugen Train, which of the following shonen franchises had the highest grossing anime film worldwide, excluding Pokemon? Because I wasn't sure if that was a shonen. A. Doraemon. B. Detective Conan. C. Dragon Ball. D. One Piece. Or E. Naruto. Okay, so before I tell you that I'm going to use my 50-50, which I'm going to be using, I want okay. to tell you my reasons. Okay. I had a feeling you were going this route, and I instantly thought Detective Conan or Dragon Ball, but the moment you threw One Piece in there, I became conflicted. And that's why, definitely I think I need this 50-50. So let's run it, and let's see what we get. All right, I ran the 50-50. Your options are A, Doraemon, or D, One Piece. If Doraemon really had the highest grossing movie ever, which which maybe, maybe this is the trick question, right? Maybe this is why I have to dig deep. I am not a Doraemon fan. So I wouldn't, if it really is that, then goddamn, I'm a fake fan. Yeah. I guess like to clarify also, this is the highest grossing anime film worldwide. Not just in Japan or not just in one region. It is across the entire globe. And Doraemon, it just seems very, I mean, it it just, it's Jap. It just seems so Japanese. I guess I, I'm just, I just got to go with One Piece. And Do Luffy you we piece? trust. <laughs> King of the Pirates. Let's go. Do you One Piece final answer? That's my final answer. The answer is A. Doraemon. You're killing me. Really? <laughs> really? Really? They had a movie called Stand By Me Doraemon in 2015, which was actually more grossing in terms of, uh, I think, revenue than any other Pokemon movie, too, which was actually pretty surprising. But um, I think it's more so popular in Asia. Like, it, it never hit the u.s but i'm pretty sure like japan and taiwan like pulled the 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 revenue for it damn all right we'll, we'll give you a chance to redeem yourself here maybe maybe extra credit <laughs> all right last question this is a question i made catered just specifically for you but is a very hard question if you get this question i'll, I'll give you two points how about that that's that Two answered questions correctly. The question is, in 2021, Pat was infamous for watching absolutely trash isekai and shonen shows throughout the year. Which of the following shows has the lowest score according to Mao? A. I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. 
B. Seire Gensoki Spirit Chronicles. C. Saihaten no Paladin, aka Far Away Paladin. D. Eden Zero. Or E. Battle Game in Five Seconds. The battle game in five seconds is so bad. It has to be the lowest, but for some reason, I think it was pretty damn close to Serai Gensoki. But I'm gonna go, I gotta go with battle game because that one was bad. Battle game in five seconds, E, final answer. Final answer. Pray to the Lords. This is your chance to hit that 70% mark. That was, Extra that credit was point. so bad. I, I would think it had to be like a six, dude. I, I think, okay. Okay. Slimes is like, I think that was like a 7. Gensoki might have been like a 6.8. Eden Zero was like a, I think that was like a 6.2, 6 maybe. But Battle Game is just so bad. It had to be like a 5 point something. But I don't know, man. There's a lot of people who watch watch it just because it's on Crunchyroll. I got to go with Battle Game. That that, just, that was bad. All right. Eve, battle game in five seconds. <laughs> final answer for that final 70% answer. passing score. The answer for this final question <laughs> is indeed E, battle game in five seconds. Congratulations. You hit the 70% mark of the Isekai Shonen Quiz Part 1 brought to you by Chris. Thank God I am completely good at watching trash anime. To give you kind of context to this question the I'll, I'll list these these scores from lowest to highest uh e battle game in five seconds is a 6.82 on mal right now a uh i've been killing slash for 300 years and max my levels is a seven so only a 0.18 difference say it again sucky spirit chronicles is a 7.05 which is very close far awake paladin is a 7.12 and then Eden Zero is the highest at 7.35. So everything is like within <laughs> 0.5. So it's Battle very game close. did not let me down. I was like, I was going to put, I think, what was the other trash shown in that you watched? Or the trash Isekai? Peach Boy Riverside? I yeah, think I, that would have been lower. Yeah, I was like, I, I want to put in Peach Boy Riverside, but it's way too low. It was like <laughs> six or five point something. Yeah, <laughs> Peach Boy's bad. Oh, man. But all right. Out of 20 questions, you got seven wrong. But with the extra credit, you know, last question based on your Isekai Shona watch list of 2021. We'll say that you got six wrong. So 70%. Congratulations. What did you think of the quiz? Pretty tough, pretty tough. There are a couple ones I think I could have got right if I dug a little deeper, like you said. You know, I was uh, pretty nonchalant about the One Piece answer. Seemed a little too obvious. Naruto wasn't even in, I think, like the top 50. I literally just threw it in there for the name. And then I was just hoping that Dragon Ball and One Piece like kind of caught your attention. But they actually do have movies that are in that like top 50 list so i will take that i will take that you know maybe with the curve i pass for sure without some extra credit um but yeah pretty good quiz thank you for putting it together i'm actually very impressed by the difficulty of some of those questions 
I had to pull a lot of these questions out of my I'm butt. Gl- I'm glad I didn't come out with like a five out of twenty. That would have been embarrassing. I'll, I mean, I'm impressed. There was like some random ones. I was just shocked that you actually even knew or like you remembered. Like the Tart question, I I didn't know. To be honest with you, I watched the show, and I had to like go back to why she was kicked out. <laughs> I didn't remember the Megumin thing, like exploding Dullahan's castle until I rewatched it. So that was another one. And even like hitting the the fillings of rice balls on the Jujutsu Kaisen question. I was like, he's probably going to say fish because the main one he says is salmon the entire time. Salmon? I just remembered Bonita Flakes. I wasn't sure if Tuna Mayo was one. Yeah, I looked up like the whole list and then it also like factually says they, they use only words that are actual like fillings or toppings for rice balls i might have got lucky because i did watch that jujutsu kaisen movie trailer like last week hey you gotta take those we take those um yeah so i guess in summary quizzes are are tough they're tough maybe maybe i need to start putting together a slice of life you know top 20 questions here to be honest, if you do a slice of life question list, I probably won't know any of them. <laughs> I'll score like five out of 20 because I can't even remember people's names. You might surprise yourself. You might surprise yourself. I, w- I surprised myself here. Yeah, I mean, like if I didn't like think of some of these like really unreasonable ones to- towards the back end too, then it would have been much easier too. Like who wrote Death Note? I, I knew for a fact you wouldn't know, but I was like... I gotta put in something related to death now. <laughs> some of these, yeah, some of these were we are were very tough. So Alright. Maybe at the end of season three, or I guess like we didn't even do like a full twelve episode, so I'm so I'm guessing we're just doing like a continuation of season three for the podcast. But I guess at the end of winter twenty twenty two we could do another like quiz session. Whether that be you ask uh, asking me something or we get another qu- quiz where we could jointly answer together. Because last time we did a joint quiz, we were tragically bad. I think we got like 15 points out of like the allotted 30. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, we didn't do too hot on that one. Hey, but at least uh, you proved yourself at least as an isekai and shonen knowledgeable podcaster. So hopefully our pan- fans can... Uh, Respect your isekai takes, even though you put 7.0 out of 10 shows in your top 10 list of 2021. I agree. I hope 2022 brings more isekai and shonen for all of us. Because who doesn't love isekai and shonen? Um, normal people. You know what? Some of us are still stuck in middle school, so... Well, I hope uh, for those listening, listening to me struggle through a quiz was somewhat entertaining. Maybe it would have been better if I had a live stream of facial reactions. But uh, maybe rounding out this, what are your takeaways? Um, did you enjoy watching me struggle through this? Or or, or quiz is still something we should try and do in 2022? I actually liked making the quiz. But that was because I, I got to like rewatch and remember some of the, these things because I don't remember any or like I don't remember factual things all that much. And I'm terrible with names just to begin with. So I had to like look back in order to just get like a refresher. So it was kind of fun to make the quiz. And also it's, it's mostly centered around Shonen. So that was like the nostalgia factor. 
but I don't even think you struggled. Like, I was hoping that you got like 10 out of these right. So, I need to do a better job and make harder quizzes, apparently. You know, I I won't complain if the quizzes at least make me feel somewhat happy about myself. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people really like the Ant Chimera arc, so of hunter hunter so if, if you are a fan of that arc i'm sorry for for hating on it yeah there's uh i don't know man i've been hating on hunter hunter a lot recently but i think that's because everyone's just hating on like different shonens as these big shonens kind of come out like demon slayer entertainment district R. people are saying that's overrated then those fans get mad and say another show's overrated, etc. And just like this endless cycle of showing up fans just calling other shows overrated. And my default pick is just always Hunter Hunter because it's just so overrated on Mal. It's a nine out of ten, so that's just way too high for me. That is very fair. I mean, twenty twenty one, you know, it really took, it really milked the isekai for what it was worth. Yeah, I mean, there's like a hundred isekai that come out every single year. We just don't know about like half of them. And, you know, maybe I will continue to try and watch some more trash isekai just for the sake of everyone out there. I can give you my terrible rundown and reviews and I will likely include another trash isekai in my top 10 for 2022. But until then, I will continue to keep watching. Um, On the bright side, though, I did catch up on ranking of kings and that is a really damn good show yeah ranking of kings is still good it's going to be in the mix of kind of just going against these heavy hitters during the winter 2022 season there's just a lot of good shows right um that are going on so hopefully it just keeps its footing and it just keeps it up but you know i don't know what if we even need to touch on this and but you haven't even watched Attack on Titan yet, but all everyone's gonna be talking about in twenty twenty two is Attack on Titan. Like, come on, let's be real. That thing's gonna overshadow everything. Well, now you have something to watch on the plane back to Singapore, cause uh you gotta finish all of AOT before the final season ends. That is that is true. Um and you know, maybe this is the year where I finally download an anime-related game just to learn more about the story. And by that, I am talking about Tactop. Wait, Tactop has a game? Yes, and I think that is why the anime left off the way it did. I think the rest of it's supposed to follow in the game. I thought I people just... were trolling. I'm pretty sure there's a game, and I'm pretty sure it's coming out this year. Wait, really? Wait, I'm going to Google it. Or I'm going to look it up on the App Store right now. Well, I, I knew that um, people kept telling me that there was a game coming up, coming out. But I, I literally just was like, oh, that's that's fake news. But wow. Is it going to be like Genshin? Oh, wait, it is. Tacked off Destiny mobile game. <laughs> the game will have a different story than the anime. When's this supposed to come out? I think in the middle of the year. Mobile game. But is that like worldwide? I think it's Japan. Oh, God, it's doomed, dude. We're going to get this, like, 2023 worldwide. I mean, maybe we could download it. Maybe we just get a, a, a sim. Why not? I kind of like tact. The pre... 
registrations open right now. So does that mean we got to sign up for the pre-registration? Maybe this is where we become Twitch streamers. Maybe this is when we download the game and start streaming Tacked Up Destiny. The game. <laughs> uh, I'm like trying to go on this like pre-register site. It looks super sketchy. It's on a website called taptap.io. <laughs> oh, but it's done by Bandai Namco and DNA, which is like pretty big. Could be fun. How does this thing, how does this game have not, or 1.3k reviews and 9.6 stars out of 10? There's a currently 136,000 pre-registered people out there. Wait, I literally can't even tell if this like pre-registration site is real. Should I do it? Why not? Let's click it. Log in to continue. What do I log into? I I don't know. Oh god, I'm scared. Alright, I'll use uh my spam email. Here we go. Pre-registration. Submitting. Oh, it says it was initially scheduled to release in Japan in 2021, but is now delayed with aim for further improvements and development. Huh. Oh god, is this a, it has to be a gotcha game, right? When are things not a gotcha game? Am I doomed? Is my wallet doomed? Because the art on this looks pretty nice. It does look pretty nice. But the anime art was also very nice. Wait, I literally can't figure out how to pre-register. Alright, I'm going to do this off the podcast, but I guess there is a tacked-up game coming out in 2022. At least in Japan. I have an iOS account on the Japanese app store. So if I need to download it on the Japanese app store, I could do it to technically play. Well, I am pre-registered, so wait, did you pre-register in that top top thing? I did. Is that actually a real site? I don't know, but now I have a profile. <laughs> I, am I am user four three zero seven seven five six five six for anyone who wants to follow me. And I'm following right. one game tacked up, released in 2022. All right, I guess we're gonna be doing this. Um, on the other side of tacked up, though, the the scores are getting smashed on on Mal. It's just dropping further and further as I as I click it on it each week. I think it's at like a 7.2. So I'll hope for the best for um the the game, the mobile game. Yeah, maybe it can bring it back up, but that ending, yeah, deserved some negative points and yeah you know what i looked up singapore airlines you know recent additions in the month of january 2022 and i am happy to announce that the new move new live action movie that they've added is tokyo avengers should i be happy should i not be happy i got a long flight do i want oh, to go the... watch another live action the tokyo revengers live action on i guess like this like the Mal of dramas or J dramas actually has like a really high score relative to other other live actions and shows. You might okay, be good. Then. I might be good. What do we have to lose on a 15 hour flight? I mean, uh, worst case scenario, it's so boring. It puts you to sleep and you get some nice sleep out of it. Yeah, it's basically a win win, right? We are definitely running over. I did not realize we're at an hour 20. So. Any like, closing hey. comments from yourself? <laughs> no, not really. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited for the winter 2022 season. I'm sure we'll be talking about it as it comes out, dude. But 
All right. I guess like as a heads up to our listeners, I will not talk about AOT. I will just never talk about AOT. That is banned. I should probably stop talking about Demon Slayer. So that should be banned too, just to avoid spoilers. So maybe we'll need to think about like extra content that we need to talk about because um, the heavy hitters in 2022, we probably shouldn't spoil to the community. Well, if you want some trash recommendations, let me send them your way. Maybe we should do like a thing in winter 2022. Who could find the worst anime? You have to... <laughs> no drops. How about no... <laughs> no drop. You have to choose carefully <laughs> what you're going to watch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have to like come up with like three of the worst anime and we can't drop it. And we have to like pitch it to the other person. <laughs> you, have to con- you have to convince them that it's good. And then make them drop it or make them watch it. But you can't tell them it's like the worst anime. Okay, wait, how about we do that? We do three three good ones and three bad ones. And we blend it in the two, but you have to pitch all six to other person to like get them to watch it. And they'll pick like what to watch, but they just won't know if it's the good or bad one that you picked till they watch it. And you can't drop it after you start watching it. Right, right. Okay, and it can't be something mainstream. Yeah, it can't be. It can't be the mainstream like Demon Slayer stuff. Like we have to go with like the underground stuff. We gotta dig deep. Yeah, and we have to do like our best, you know, elevator pitch or speech to convince the other person. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. All right. <laughs> At least we got an idea. At least like two or three weeks. Two, three weeks into the winter 2022 season we got some content lined up i guess that's it anything from you pat good luck on your flight to singapore hope you like the tokyo revengers movie and get back to america safe yes sir please be safe to everyone out there as well omicron is no joke um so yeah more time to just watch anime and stay at home yeah great happy new year's guys happy new year's all right talk to you guys later Peace out, we booze.